This is a special Star Wars edition of the Gnome Buddies Home Podcast. Welcome everybody to my Star Wars special edition of the Nobody's Home podcast. I'm your host, Jake Garrett, and today is Monday, February 18th, 2013. There's been so much Star Wars news coming out lately and so quickly that I decided that I just wanted to have a quick special edition focusing just on the Star Wars news that's been coming out because it's something that I'm really excited about, and so I wanted to take some time today and talk a little bit about it. Uh, When I first found out about Star Wars Episode 7 coming out, I was really apprehensive because it was Disney that was going to be taking over one of the most important film franchises that's ever been made. But the more that I've been thinking about it, the more I've decided that, that this is going to be a good thing. If you've been to Disneyland and you've been on the Star Tours ride, going in, waiting in line for the ride is almost as much fun as it is actually riding the ride because you get to step inside the Star Wars universe. Many years ago, I had the opportunity to go to Disney World. While I was there at MGM Studios, they were doing a Star Wars week. And as part of that, they dressed parts of the park up to look like Star Wars. In fact, there was one segment where it felt like you were on the moon of Endor. They had trees and they had huts. They had Ewoks sitting up in the huts. They even had some ATST walkers, which really gave the feel that, that you were there. Um, and it was a really awesome experience. And so thinking about those things, I've kind of changed my position on it a little bit. And uh, and I'm willing to give Disney a chance on this. It's a trap! Really, if you think about it, Disney can't do much worse than George Lucas did, giving us the prequel trilogy. He gave us Jar Jar Binks, midi-chlorians, Hayden Christensen, who totally ruined Darth Vader for me. He also released those special editions and replaced the theatrical editions so that you can't purchase those anywhere. I could do a podcast about everything that George Lucas has done wrong with Star Wars, and it could be a continuing series where every time I just talk about George Lucas... Good. I can feel your anger. But, regardless... Uh, I think that Disney's done so well with Marvel so far. The Amazing Spider-Man was awesome. The Avengers was very impressive. The Emperor does not share your optimistic appraisal of the situation. So Disney has proven that they can do a movie without Disneying it up, which I think is a lesson that they've learned since doing the Pirates of the Caribbean. I also think that J.J. Abrams is a good pick for directing Star Wars. I think that he can preserve the integrity of the original trilogy, And he can also add new life and perspective on this essential cultural dynasty that is the Star Wars franchise. So one of the biggest news stories that's come out this week is that Harrison Ford is returning to do Star Wars Episode 7. Hey, it's me. Harrison Ford had said that he wanted Han to die at the end of Return of the Jedi. And he said that he thought that that would give that particular movie a, a lot more depth. But according to Harrison Ford... George Lucas wouldn't let Han die for financial reasons. Ford went on to say that there's no money in dead Han action figures, which is true. But if you think about Han Solo's character, uh, it's kind of unbelievable to think that Han would survive to age 70. I really find it hard to believe that him settling down with Leia is going to take the edge out of the man who is Han Solo. I don't think that she would totally domesticate him into this civil servant of the law who just gives up uh, trafficking and, and stuff like that, dealing with bounty hunters. 
Come on, let's keep a little optimism. So, Ford's one condition for returning to episode 7 is that his character should die in this one, which is going to be pretty anticlimactic. I mean, no one's really going to care about a 70-year-old Han dying at this point, no matter how crazy it is, because this guy should have died a long time ago. Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher have also signed on to come back. It's not clear if they're going to be in Episode 7 or if they're going to be in uh, some of the sequels, uh, but it, it has been made clear that they're not going to be major characters and that the new trilogy is going to focus around their kids, and so they'll make minor appearances and be very minor characters. And judging on the ages of them, uh, I'm pretty sure that you're not going to see Carrie Fisher wearing an iron bikini this time. You're a feisty little one, but you'll soon learn some respect. Also, John Williams, who did the original music for the, for the original Star Wars and also the prequel trilogy, says that he would like to come back and do the music for this Star Wars. Now, there's a lot of money that's still to be made with Star Wars, especially since Disney's trying to punch out a new Star Wars movie every couple of years. But J.J. Abrams has not confirmed whether or not John Williams is going to be doing this or not. Abrams usually works with, uh, with the composer Michael Giacchino. I don't know if I said that right. But it's hard to imagine someone else trying to come up with a new iconic theme song for Star Wars other than the stuff that's already been done by John Williams. Not only that, but John Williams' music brings a lot of heart to the movies and a wonderful subtext to the plot that's going on. It's also been confirmed that uh, Michael Arndy is going to be writing Episode 7. He's most well-known for Toy Story 3 and also the movie Little Miss Sunshine which is a really good sign because both of those movies had a lot of heart to them. There are also a lot of comedic elements to them. And if you go back to the original Star Wars trilogy, there was a lot more heart to those movies, and there's plenty of comic relief in them as well. And so it's good to see that uh, there's going to be someone writing that can add that depth to the movies that I think really draws in a wider audience than just the fanboys and, and the geeks like me who, who enjoy a, a good sci-fi movie. Also, Lawrence Kazan, he wrote The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. He also wrote Raiders of the Lost Ark. He is going to be coming on board for the second and the third sequel of Star Wars 7 through 9, which is really exciting because The Empire Strikes Back is arguably the best of all of the Star Wars movies that have been made. And so bringing him on is a great sign that these movies are, are going to be quality movies, as long as they get the casting right. As long as we're talking about casting so far, we don't know who else is going to be in it and who the main characters are and what the story is going to center around or anything like that. But just knowing that George Lucas is not going to be a part of this is a good sign that maybe they're going to come up with some good actors because George Lucas really had a knack for picking some terrible actors. As much as I like Mark Hamill as Luke, he was not that great of a of an actor. Now, I'm not going to get into voice acting or anything because he's exceptional with voice acting, but as far as a live actor goes, Mark Hamill was a pretty poor choice for Luke. Now, I, I wouldn't change it because I, I love the original trilogy for what it is. But you also look at Jake Lloyd and you look at Hayden Christensen. They were terrible picks for Anakin, who was such an important character. Now... The good thing for uh, for the new writers, for Michael and Lawrence, is that they can write a new character who can be a new a new Star Wars icon. They don't have to play with these legends, and they don't have to worry about screwing up these legends, at least for this continuing trilogy. Now, it also has been announced that there 
that Disney is planning on doing some spin-offs and centering on a young Han Solo character and, and also Boba Fett. I'm a little worried about doing a, a young Han Solo character because in my mind no one else is Han Solo. To me, uh, Harrison Ford is Han Solo. And whenever I see him in anything else, it's hard to separate him from Han Solo because Han Solo is such an important character and, and such a big character and really defined Harrison Ford's career. Even watching movies like What Lies Beneath, it was weird to see Han Solo trying to kill his wife and watching him get dragged down in the depths of, of the ocean or the lake or whatever it was. A Boba Fett spinoff could be pretty cool. What I didn't like though is how Jango Fett was, was the man that all the stormtroopers were cloned from. I really wish that he could have been his own person apart from that and could have been involved in the story somehow just as a bounty hunter. I really hope that Boba Fett's character has a better origin story than what we saw in the prequel trilogies. And last of all, um, there's talk that there's going to be a spinoff just for Yoda, which could be really cool because we don't know a whole lot about Yoda, his home planet, other of his species. So it would be really interesting to see where Yoda comes from, how he gets involved with the Jedi Council, and what makes him so unique. My one thing is, seeing a CGI Yoda in the prequel trilogy was terrible. The puppet of Yoda seemed a lot more real to me than the CGI Yoda. And there was a lot more depth to him and more warmth that a computer just can't create. So I really hope that when they make this spin-off for Yoda that they don't do CGI, though that's probably what they're going to do because it seems so easy to do now and everything else in the movie is CGI and everything's on a green screen. But to really bring Yoda to life, I really hope that they use a puppet. Perhaps I can find new ways to motivate them. I want to thank everyone for joining me for this Star Wars special edition of Nobody's Home Podcast. As more and more Star Wars news comes out, I'll probably make this kind of a special series that I'll do apart from my actual podcast. And if you guys hear of anything that come out in the news that you'd like me to address, shoot me an email at nobodyshomepodcast at gmail.com and I'd be happy to include it in my next podcast. If you have any comments or want to start a discussion about this, also send me an email and I'll read some of your responses on my next edition of this and we can talk a little bit about it. So, thanks for joining me. May the Force be with us. Try to have the 
I screwed friends over I had them believing that the first three films were really done But Star Wars will be done my way I don't care what they have to say I think that they should let it go And they'll never get a Blu-ray of the Star Wars that you used to know You didn't have to change 